Luke Walton Talks Lakers is presented by Big Baller Brand. LeVar spoke Lonzo to the Lakers into existence, and now we're speaking this sponsorship into existence. Big Baller Brand, stay in your lane. Big Baller Brands is not affiliated with Luke Walton Talks Lakers, nor is Luke Theodore Walton, head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers, to be conflated with Luke Francis Walton, co-host of the show and member of the band Fond. This is Luke Walton Talks Lakers. I'm Jonathan Gilley, and joining us, as always, from our studio in Los Angeles for our very special season kickoff prediction pod, it's Luke, Coach Walton. What up, Coach? What up, Jonathan? <laughs> Doing my best uh, Bill Bill McDonald impersonation. Oh here yeah, this he's back. He's back, and Stu is just as sleepy as ever. I am. I'm so ready to watch some Lakers basketball and hear my old pals. Once again, I mean, I've I've been listening to them through the preseason, but like you can tell, it's their preseason too. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. They, they're like us. We've been firing on all cylinders this preseason. Oh uh, yeah, baby. Oh uh, yeah. Our preseason was the off season. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're training. We're training, right? We got to get that jumper going. We got to round out our game. Getting re- getting some extra reps in here. Absolutely. Getting yoked. <laughs> yeah, I just want to say this is a prediction pod. It's fully predictive. So if you're not into hearing us talk about Lakers predictions, one, why are you listening? But two, this pod might not be for you. And three, get ready uh, for a bunch of things that we will inevitably be wrong about. Because Luke gets specific. I get so specific. I'm going for the home run. (laughs) I'm like the Dodgers, which are crushing me right now. Sorry, this is not a baseball pod. (laughs) (laughs) thank you thank you thank you for remembering i'm catching myself now this is our obligatory 30 seconds of dodgers talk at the beginning of a (laughs) fall podcast it's killing me i'm going to the game tonight god we gotta win we're down down 2-1 in the series uh all right uh i want to thank all of our followers today is the official start of the season not for the lakers yet but for everybody there's only like two games today though which is kind of disappointing anyway uh, please subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, Spotify, the new Google Podcast app, or wherever you get your pods. If you're enjoying the pod, please share with your friends. Please comment, throw us a five star, all that kind of good stuff. And check us out on social media at www.lukewaltontalkslakers.com. Thank you, Luke. Let's jump into some in or out. So, Luke, first one, we're going to be a little silly here first before we get into predictions. Uh, there's these new, like, icon jerseys right like last year's kobe bryant and black mama jersey yeah. that have leaked that are like these purple pinstripe jerseys that are apparently honoring magic johnson mm. are you in or out on these out so out Ugh. oh they're terrible i know it, they're they're really disappointing to me i know some fans are into that and that's totally cool do it do what you do but I'm, i disagree I it's not cool it's not, no one should be into this uh, like why can't we get purple right? I know, man. I know. Because I love purple. I love rocking the purple jersey. Like, I, like w- so there's these stupid pinstripes on it. First of all, our team has never had pinstripes. So if you're honoring a, a previous player, why include a feature that the team never wore while that player was on the team? Total Nike or move. Or any player has worn while on the team. Total Nike move. Maybe they're trying to be like, 
Magic Johnson, Orlando Magic, oh. pinstripes. <laughs> yeah, they, somebody read the memo wrong. Right. And but the pinstripes have they're like they're writing. They say like like team achievements yeah. and like I think it's just That's bad. So it's, whack. <laughs> it's like a tryhard jersey. Just make a purple jersey. Yeah. And or That's like it. and if you want to do the throwback, like do a proper throwback. Like Yeah, then then space the numbers out a little too wide. Yeah, and, make and let's really throw this thing back. And, and have like accompanying shorts or something. Like <laughs> like let's do it for real. Um Yeah. Like the Mitchell and Ness like throwback yeah. jerseys like go go all the way i don't know yeah i think it's kind of awful i'm gonna put my stamp of awful awful okay uh, i'm with you um all right so we're gonna get straight into our inner out our predictions in this this uh this quick round of inner out so luke um inner out the lakers will make the playoffs this season in hard in i'm in Take as well there's some yeah there's some talking heads out there saying that's not inevitability i'm sorry like there is not a world where there are eight teams better than LeBron James's team in the West. No, it's just it's just not it's a, not, a not going to happen. Um, in or out? Uh, since we're both in on the Lakers making the, making the playoffs, in or out? Lakers will make the second round of the playoffs. It's entirely matchup dependent. I'm going to go with in because I think that the odds are we're not going to meet Anthony Davis for the Warriors because I think we're going to be a, a, like a high enough seed and also. I don't know. Like, I think we would lose games if we saw that we were heading headfirst into an Anthony Davis uh, playoff series. I think that we would strategically drop it in seed in order to avoid that. So yeah. I, I'm going to say we're going to make the second round. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm in as well. I think we're making the second round. Uh, since we're both in on the second round, oh, Luke, gosh. are you in or out? Lakers make the conference oh. finals. <laughs> Uh, I, I'm gonna okay so I'm gonna say yes because this is how I see it all playing out I see okay. us coming head to head with the Rockets in the second round and Ooh, take them pushing them to seven and taking them yeah you hate the Rockets I and I love it I love it I love it I, <laughs> I was gonna say this later in the pod and I normally don't swear too much on this pod but fuck Mike D'Antoni yeah <laughs> he, he stole Kobe Bryant from us he ran him into the ground, and now people are saying that, oh, he's a, he's a coach of the year. He's the clear candidate for the best coach in all the land. It's like, nah, man. You have James Harden, and you're, to be honest, for to play so fast, the Rockets kind of bore me. I, you know what's going to be funny is when, what's going to be funny is when Kyrie and Durant both go to the Knicks, and the Knicks rehire Mike D'Antoni. Oh, my God, yeah. And then he totally sucks for them. Absolutely. And that's... That's what I hope happens if those players go to the Knicks. 100%. And also, there's no way that Chris Paul is making it all the way through to the end of the playoffs. There's no, no way. No. I, this, is, this, is, this is why I'm as bullish as you'll hear I am. So what about uh, you? I'm, conference finals? I'm, I'm, I'm in on them making the conference finals. Oh, man. Luke, since we're both in on them making the conference finals, yeah. will the Lakers make... Uh, the finals meaning will they win the conference finals I can't I I gotta say no because I I think that this this hurts me to say but I think that playoff experience matters and the only team that has so much playoff experience that they would knock off any inexperienced team is the Warriors um, I think that this year is probably the last year of total warrior dominance I, ca I can't see it not 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 unless somebody takes a huge massive leap, especially beyond the arc. 
So I, I'm going to say no. What do you What do you think, John? I'm in. Mm-hmm. I'm in. That's what Coach likes to hear. I'm in. I think we win the conference finals this year. And and I will couch this by saying, like, I think that that is entirely dependent upon there being some other injuries across the conference, right? right? Whether it's enough. Chris Paul, yeah. whether it's uh, Steph's ankle again, yeah. whether it's something with Anthony Davis. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm I'm assuming that there will be some other injury when I say that and that the Lakers will not experience a, a, a significant injury. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. Here's what it really comes down to. I'm putting all my chips on LeBron. Gotcha. Yeah. And, and I'm having faith in this guy that he's going to do it again. I'm, like I'm leading by example for other Laker fans, and yeah. I'm saying tr- trust this guy. I love that. Trust that he will deliver what he says he will deliver. And uh, you don't think that he hears everybody saying, oh, this is a throwaway season. Like, LeBron's oh, yeah. not going to do it. Th- oh, yeah. Come on. That's true. Come I, on. I, I look- He's got the whole team watching film on the plane. Did you see that? Every single no. player on the team was watching film on the plane ride back. Hell yeah. From San Jose. Hell yeah. From Every single player. Awesome. From the preseason. I, dude, I think th- this is why he wanted to come to this team. He wanted to create a culture, right? Yeah, yeah. He wanted to create a legacy that was more than just like wins and losses, right? He wants to set the tone mm-hmm. for this organization and its culture moving forward. Yes. He is doing that. The players are responding. You're seeing vets like Rondo come out and say, I've never played on a team like this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, that was a cool interview. Like so, I'm, for, for people I'm, that I'm, people that didn't read that Rondo that Rondo interview, um, do you have the quote? I can he said, "I up. can't say it's not the best team I've ever played for." Awesome. Now that's a little like couched in a double negative. So yeah. like, you know, maybe a few games in, he'll be able to very clearly say this is not the best team he's ever played for. <laughs> But the point is, is that he's he's hopeful, and I I don't think that that's just like media talk because Rondo is not usually a very talkative guy. He also um, said he also said, "quote I need another ring. It's simple. I want to yeah. be the first to win with the two most historic franchises that have ever put the basketball to use." Yep, pretty yeah. That was pretty that sick. was the other one. Pretty I love sick. it. Hey man, he knows how to he knows how to get the Laker fans engaged. Yeah, I mean that pumped me up. It's great. I'm not gonna lie. All right, final thing then. Lakers 2019 NBA championships. I'm out. Out. Oh my God. Okay. How do you see that? Pl- that would be crushing. So against the Celtics, do you see that Lakers <sighs> losing to the Celtics? So, I, I mean, like, yeah, when I, when I say I'm out, like that's of course where my head goes. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm like not convinced that it's the Celtics. Let's see, I Raptors, think that they're really good. I think Bucks. that they're really good. Yeah, but yeah, I, but I think I think that I think we're gonna see Giannis take a giant leap. Yeah. this year he hit threes. Let's not forget that Toronto, like, let's not let a four game sweep, uh-huh. elim- like, like let us forget the fact that they're a really really good team. Yeah, and they upgraded Demar Derozan with Kawhi Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. So I do think that Toronto is a really formidable challenger that people are mm-hmm. overlooking. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I still think Philly's really good. And yeah. we saw that com- that series was competitive that was, last year. That was another And experience. like, yeah, the Celtics are going to get guys back, but the Sixers are going to be better. Mm-hmm. Joel, Embiid, Joel Embiid is on the verge of like 
potentially having like a young Shaq season here. Yeah, you're right. Right. Ben totally. Simmons is a monster and he's mm-hmm. only getting better. Mm-hmm. And if they can actually get production out of Markel Fultz. Yeah. Like this is this is a serious team. Yeah, it is. So I don't know. I mean, I think, yeah, like it's it's probably the Celtics, which pains me. Right. But I, I think that there's a decent chance that it's not the Celtics and whether it's whether it's the Bucks, the Raps or the Sixers. I think if it was the Raptors, I think that would be a lock for a championship just because LeBron owns the Raptors well, franchise. Yeah, that would, yes, yes. That'd be a sweep. <laughs> Sorry, Kawhi. That would be that would also be a double. And also, like listen, I wanna say I'm in, yeah. but I just feel like nah, it's like it'd be a, it'd be a little bit of a jinx or a little too far. Uh, I get that. I get to go that. all the to way and all stay the way through. I because th- I don't want I'm not predicting that the Lakers win the championship. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. But five thirty eight yep. uh I think gave us a gave us like a three percent chance. So you're saying there's a chance? Yes, I'm saying there's a chance. <laughs> I'm saying there's a chance. They, I mean, it, we were like, we were like, I think, I think they put us like fifth or sixth in the West in terms of odds. Yeah, I mean, which sure. Hey, I'll take that. Last year was less than one. I think three <laughs> through six are pretty much interchangeable at this stage, at least. Like l- looking forward, maybe yeah. there will be some more stuff. That well, gets yeah, well, three, out, th- but three through ten were separated by like you're right a couple games last year. You're right. It's ridiculous. Um, you you've made that point before that every yeah. game is is probably going to matter. Yeah, it's it's a um, different kind of season. Same baseball. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck baseball. Every game. Um, oh come on, go Dodgers. No, all right, all right, all right. It's just man, I grew up in we grew up in San Diego, okay, know, and like I, I, I haven't I haven't adopted a team in the city I've moved to. Yeah, and I would really be bummed out since you're in SF or the Bay yeah. to. I guess fan. now that I'm in East Bay, I could pick up the athletics, but that just seems like a Sisyphusian existence <laughs> yeah, exactly. if I've ever heard of one. You're already a Chargers fan. You don't need to add in. I don't. I don't need another one of these in my life. <laughs> um. All right. So let's jump into some team predictions. Oh, right. Yeah. So we're gonna break this down. We're gonna do team predictions, some mm. player predictions, some lineup predictions, some minutes predictions, some roster predictions, opening night predictions. But we're gonna start with team predictions. Sounds good. Okay. So. Um, we already we already talked about kind of our overall predictions. Mm-hmm. You see the Lakers beating the Rockets in the playoffs, but probably getting bounced by the conference finals. Mm-hmm. Fuck Dan Tony. Uh, <laughs> that that's my too long didn't read of of, of your your takes. Um, I've I've made my point clear. I think we have the chance to make the finals. I won't go as far as to say I think we'll win, but I think we've got a chance. Uh, let's jump in. Uh, I want you to go first here. What's your projected win total this season? Um, I'm gonna go 54. Okay, and what's your what's your rationale behind this? My rationale is I think, like, exactly specific. Who knows? But I, I'm gonna say mid 50s is like basically. No, no, no. Yeah. You're you've you've okay. You've planted your flag on specific 54. hill. 54. All right, 54. Yeah, it will be exactly 54. Okay. Um, thank you. The, I will ridicule you and chastise you when it is not exactly 54. <laughs> Even if it's like 53. Yeah. You're going down, Walton. <laughs> You can't do this podcast. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> Got a little Jimmy Butler moment there. <laughs> just uh, play better. <laughs> boo, boo me. I love it. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm planting on 54 Hill. Let, okay, my, my rationale is I don't see this team losing more than 30 games. I think that they are going to have an insane run at some point in the season, probably not in the beginning, but maybe around the all-star break to close out the season. I think that we're going to see a, a deep, you know, like 12 to 15 game win streak 
out of these guys because I think that they're going to hit a roll. There'll be some lulls in the season for sure, but I think that they're going to this the way that this team is constructed. They're such a rhythm team that if they get the right stretch, they get mm. kind of the right feeling with the teammates as the offense starts to get more instilled. Because right now they're, they're playing mostly like one four high, which is uh, very much like the beginnings of an offense. Like I think that they're going to develop other sets, and we started to see that in the last two preseason games. Um, yeah. So as as they grow, as they grow offensively and defensively, obviously. But um, I I don't know. I'm I feel good about them being the third seed, which I'm skipping wow. ahead. And so I I think that in order to be the third seed, you have to be a mid fifty win team. I think that. Um, I'm going with the way over. Um, wow. Okay. So I, would, I think the I line is like bet. 47 and a half. I would take that bet. I'd go over 100%. Okay. Okay. All right. So I would also take the over, but no, I'm not as uh, enthused, quite as enthused as you are. I'm putting us at 50. Yeah. Okay. And so 538 has us pegged for, for 48 wins. Okay. Um, I, I think that some of our guys are going to overperform. Mm-hmm. But here's here's again what it comes down to me, man, what it comes down to for me, man. I, I'm... I'm putting my faith in LeBron. Yep. The okay. man has only won less than 50 games three times in his entire career. Mm. And one of those was his rookie season. Man, that's crazy. So since his rookie season, he's only won fewer than 50 games twice in his whole career. Um, and so I'm putting it at 50. Mm-hmm. I, think that, I think that LeBron will find a way to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, you already said your next one. You said we're going to be th- uh, potentially the third seed. I think yeah. we're going to come in more around the fifth seed. That makes sense. That makes sense. I think that Utah is really good. Yeah. I think that Denver is a growing, like, sleeping giant, potentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the Pelicans are, are probably as good as they were last year, although they, mm-hmm. I think losing Rondo is actually more significant than people are, Absolutely. are, are saying. Yeah. Um, I I don't think that the Thunder are going to be as competitive as as they were, Especially but I think not. between I think between Warriors, Rockets, mm-hmm. um, Thunder, mm-hmm. Nuggets, Utah, yeah, I think that that four of those five teams will have a better record than us. I, I'm gonna and I think and I think that the Thunder are the most likely to not have a better record than us. I, like I think I, I yeah. my prediction is Warriors, Rockets, uh, uh-huh. Jazz, okay, Nuggets, Lakers, Thunder. Pelicans, not Spurs. I don't know who else it'd be. <laughs> I so I'll give you I'll give you obviously the the top two. Um, I don't think as the regular season shakes out, like maybe head to head against the Jazz, that'd be a tough series for us. Um, like uh, we already saw in the um, wait, no, we were playing Nuggets anyway. Um, the Jazz would be a tough series for us, but I think that what the Lakers are going to be doing in terms of pace and then the fact that we have the best closer in the game, I think that's going to be enough for, for me to say, at least mentally, like we're better than the jazz. We're better than the How about Nuggets. this. I'm, I'm also assuming that Rudy Gobert uh-huh. and uh, Ricky. Yeah. Ricky Rubio uh-huh. play like 70 plus games. Okay. Yeah. I'm right. assuming that they're healthy when I say that they're going to be the third seed. Yes. If either of those mm-hmm. guys goes down for a significant time, then that calculus changes significantly. Absolutely. And also the Nuggets are going to get um, like a, a healthy and fully effective Paul Millsap back this year, mm. which I think is going to make a big difference for them. Yeah, absolutely. And Isaiah Thomas off the bench is a lot of scoring. Yeah, um, yes, yeah, but for sure. At the same time, I think that we're going to be faster than them. Like, I, I think that the, the Lakers are going to play 
lightning quick, like some like kind of scary and almost uh, might make us a little turnover prone, but like rec- a little reckless, a little reckless. But I think that yeah. our number of possessions are going to be one of the f- like most fun parts of the statistics to watch because I think that they're going to be like 120 plus per okay. game. So you know what's you know what's funny here is that you have more like regular season faith in the team. I do, and your postseason prediction predictions are almost that they. I don't want to say underperform mm-hmm. compared to their regular season performance, mm-hmm. but but that they certainly don't like overperform. And I think mine, I think both of us are very optimistic. Yeah. For the, I mean, saying they're going to win 50 games yeah. and be a fifth seed is still very, very mm-hmm. homery. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think my prediction is that they maybe are not quite as good in the regular season as you think, but that they pull it together and overperform mm-hmm. again because of the presence of LeBron, LeBron James. Yeah. in the postseason so i think that's interesting and, and i think when we get to talking about league mvp that's where i'm going to spin my whole narrative okay. to explain this because I, I have i have a specific way that i could see the season playing out where having the lakers be a really strong regular season team like one of the best maybe like if you're looking at power rankings like a fourth or fifth team overall east and west um wow. but then falling short in the playoffs maybe even losing in the first or second round because of their experience that's where i'm going okay so i I think that i think that they're i think that the regular season is predicated on overall talent style of play and having a great closer and i think we have all three of those things checked this year so that's why i'm really bullish all right so um speaking of getting specific let's do it uh Luke, I want to hear your your team predictions. I'm going to bow out on this. I don't have any big team predictions. I think we'll be high in pace and like middle of the road in defense, but I want to hear your specific (laughs) predictions. And listeners take note because I'm going to hold Luke's feet to the fire on these. So I literally, I literally was on a walk to the to the bar to watch the Dodger game, and I was like, "Hmm." So the Lakers will be thirteenth overall in defense, first in pace, second overall in offense, twentieth in free throw percentage. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, "We can't be the worst at three point percentage uh, in order to, uh, you know, be one of the top offenses." So I'm like, "Ah, probably fifteenth in three point percentage. You know, kind of middle of the pack." Um, cause I think that we're going to take, I don't think we're going to take a lot of threes. I think that our attempts are going to be fairly low, um, compared to other high scoring teams. But I think that we're going to be first in fast break points. Uh, like I said, first in pace. And I think ne- probably at the top as well, obviously because pace in terms of total possessions per game. Um, and I, I also think that we're going to be really high. I'm going to just be super specific third in points of the paint. Cause I, like, I think that we're going to surprise people in terms of just how much, you know, kind of cheap baskets we're going to be going for. Um, like I, I think that we're gonna have a lot of cutting actions. I think we're going to do a lot of back screens and lobs and we, I, was gonna say, I think, I think there's going to be a lot of lobs, a lot season. of lobs. And I think we're going to see a ton of LeBron to Lonzo lobs. Yeah, you know, I, I agree. I totally I think I was going to say, I think that we're going to see. I mean, la, like, I don't know if it was last year, but mm-hmm. there was a point in time, either last season, or the season before where uh, Steph Curry actually like had more uh, points in the paint than uh, Draymond Green. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that we could potentially see something similar to that, mm-hmm. right, where mm-hmm. we actually get a ton of action where our guards and wings are cutting at the basket and getting fed by LeBron. Yes. 100%. And I think that's where a lot of our points in the paint are going to come from as well. Yes. Um, 
All right, how about this? Who do you think is going to be the worst team in the West? Kings. In the Yeah, yeah, Kings. I'm King. I'm, oh, here, I'm I'm really hoping that they realize that they're tanking really early and give us one of their bigs. Who do you want? Mm. <laughs> I just know they have a lot of them. <laughs> <laughs> I swear I wrote this down earlier, but uh, I mean, I'll tell like, you who I we, don't want. Willie Cauley Stein? No, no, no. He and JaVale would be the weirdest. It'd be so funny though, they because they're like surrogates for one another. But I just like he, he he's probably available and he's not a particularly expensive player right now. That would be the the most insane, like. <laughs> center and backup center combo in nba history just in terms of like crazy personalities uh what about scal you know i was hot on scal when he was at kentucky mm-hmm. and then he really fell off yeah i think last year he actually showed some signs of life yeah i mean uh <sighs> Because uh, we're, we're really looking for a guy that can pick up mm, 10, no, 12 you know, minutes no, a game. No, no, you know who I, you know who I want is yeah. like Mark Gasol. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I would love no, Anthony no, Davis. But, but. <laughs> no, no, but I'm saying, no, but I'm saying like, I'm saying like, I don't, I don't want to use our extra roster spot okay. for like, for like some shitty king center. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. Right? Like let or for or let's just take a second here and just blast tre- put Trevor Lane on bla- on blast. Right? <laughs> yeah, totally. We don't want Yokim Noah. No way. He's not good anymore. That's why they're cutting him. No way. I, I like th- if he was even a serviceable player, mm-hmm. they should keep him so that they can tank this year so that they can get a better draft pick. 100%. But he's not even serviceable. You you can't play him. Like it's oh god. He said like you could make the argument that if he st- can still play that the Lakers should pick him. And I texted you I was like, "Well, I could make the argument that if Michael Jordan could still play that the Lakers should take him." It's the stupidest like yeah, well, if I could play the Lakers should take me. 100%. Trevor Lane. He's stupid. God. But I guess my point is like I I would rather us w- wait and try to see yeah. if there are like some some uh some like expiring guys mm-hmm. the teams are looking to trade mm-hmm. things like that. I agree. Um, and I think we should be patient about it. I mean I think we're going to be okay. The 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 time that we would panic is if JaVale went down with anything more than 2 weeks. Uh, yeah. That we yeah. would have to grab somebody immediately. Um Manessa's texted me after the last pod and he yeah. was like if JaVale is your third most important person, you guys are in a bad spot. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we but are. I, but, 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 but also, like, I explained a little more that it's like, it's not that we're saying he's our third best player. No. We're saying that there is no one on our roster who can fill in for him if he goes down. Yeah. In terms of rim protection, rim, rim running, um, just like general defense. Mm-hmm. Nobody. That's, that's, that's where it, it's because he is a unique presence on our team. And we're not saying he's number one. Still, it would be hard to find a replacement for B.I. and for LeBron, obviously. Uh, but like, so even though he does things that are way more important than Rondo, like it makes sense. Like we could slot in Rondo and still have a good assist numbers. We could still have Rondo over helps. He does all these things on defense that Lonzo doesn't do, but um, or vice versa. Lonzo does all of the good things on defense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rondo yeah. looks a little uh, old, but yeah, you know, like there's they're serviceable. Like. 
it would work. We could still win yes. some games. Yes. Minus Mo Mo Wagner and Ivica Zubats. Oh God. Can't can't cover for him. Mo update, injury update on Mo. He is now playing non-contact drills. And some light contact three on three after practice. Awesome. And he's got yeah. he's got that, you know. He's got a big brace yeah, on his knee. Yeah. One of those like yeah. offensive lineman braces. <laughs> yeah. Uh the quarter the like your quarterback tore his ACL last season. Yeah. Brace. Yeah. Um all right, so we're both in on the Kings being the worst in the West. How about worst in the East? Sorry, Atlanta. Yeah, it's Atlanta for sure. Did you see there was something that was like, it was like a photo <laughs> yeah. of their starting five, and it was like, who's going to beat this team? I, I, I responded, and I said, everyone. And yeah, and Twitter replied with a resounding, <laughs> everyone. <Yeah. laughs> Unbelievable. Those um, four guys. All right, so with that, those are our team predictions. Let's jump into some of our player predictions. Um, really quick, yes or no. Um, uh, will LeBron James be league MVP this year? Yes, because it's crucial to my entire argument heretofore. Okay. Uh, I'm going to say no. I don't think he is. Good. I think that between Anthony Davis and Giannis, kind of making the leap, mm-hmm. I think... I just I just think that there is Laker bias in the mm-hmm. media. Yeah. And that's who this is up to and they're not going to give it to him. I think I think that LeBron is going to win so many close ones for us. Mm. Uh not necessarily just through shooting, just through like the little things. Like a chase down block, a dope pocket pass to a cutting McGee or something, you know, like stuff right, that right. like I think he'll make players like J- JaVale that have been jokes look like all-stars i mean javel hasn't been a joke the last couple years i know i know but there's there's still that's like the popular yeah, yeah, awareness yeah yeah yeah, like, yeah yeah and we're we're seeing obviously he's not a joke like but no. uh the- here's 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 the best play i see lebron making all season yeah. he's got the ball time is running down he sees an open bonga in the corner <laughs> he does not pass the ball to him <laughs> and opts instead to do something else with it <laughs> Oh, he had he had a good uh, bounce back game though. Vonga did. Uh, he did. That he final did. Game of the preseason. He did. Um, and Svi um, looked really good too. Well, yes, yeah, yeah. Svi led the team in points. He, really he had good a game. bit of a breakthrough. Um, how about this? Uh, who is the Lakers MVP at the end of the season? And and I yep. think, well, I'll, okay, I'll let you answer because I feel like LeBron I'm kind of selling you. LeBron James. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, if I'm saying league MVP, uh, yeah. So I, I, I'm taking this to mean a little, something a little bit different. Shoot. I'm saying what I mean by a Lakers most valuable player is um, not necessarily like our best player, mm-hmm. but the guy who I think is going to sort of make the most things happen. Yeah. Um, and so I'm going to say it's Lonzo Ball. All right. All right. Because I think that his ability to continue to push the pace. Okay. And continue to move the ball. Like the thing is, like LeBron James does not play with great pace by default anymore. No, his his mentality now is to slow it down. So like someone is going to have to to carry the man to bear the mantle of mm-hmm. of pushing the pace. Mm-hmm. And I think that's got to be Lonzo. Yeah. And I do think that like we to save LeBron for the rest of his contract with us, like he mm-hmm. cannot be our full time primary ball handler. No, I agree. And to play the way that we want to play, we cannot have a ball stopper. We've got to have someone who keeps the offense fluid, mm-hmm. who keeps the ball moving. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's Zoe. 
I think he's going to be crucial to us in rebounding. And I think that if he continues to progress as a defender, that'll be vital for us as we're playing a lot of the best point guards night in, night out. Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously, I think LeBron will be our best player. But being a little bit cute here, I think that Lonzo would be our, could be our MVP. Mm-hmm. I, I get that, especially from a you know, true fan perspective, somebody that's watching every play. Yeah, but I think for anybody that's watching the game half-heartedly, watching highlights, I think that LeBron still is going to have the most like "oh my god" kind of moments. Oh, and, of course, and that's what people will be hammered with. Like, I think that they're going to see like the Lakers were trash. Why did LeBron go to the Lakers? Oh, it's just for his ba- like it's not for basketball. It's just for his movie career. And then to have him come and just torch people using pieces that people didn't realize were as good as they are like i think yeah. that lebron's going to get the credit for somebody like brandon ingram taking the leap when obviously brandon would like reserve like have done a good deal <laughs> of that regardless if lebron joined the team yeah um, so yeah, yeah. I, I don't know all right so how about who do you think will be the lakers leading scorer this season so most points per game um I, i'm gonna go with brandon ingram which is no, I'm not. I'm going with you LeBron stole, James. You I, stole I, I, know, mine. I, I, I Yeah, I, I'm going LeBron James. Sorry, I was reading. Okay. I was reading the notes. No, okay. LeBron. It's it's LeBron. Of course, it's LeBron. Brandon Ingram's going to have some good nights. He'll have some thirty point nights, but I don't. I think it's, I think it's going to be Brandon. I think it's going to be Brandon Ingram. I I still think Brandon's going to be twenty points per game. I think is nice. Do you think he's going to be an over twenty PPG uh, player? I could. I could. I okay. On like best case scenario, I yeah. could see him being like 26, 27. Oh my God. That'd be incredible. Really? Yeah. 26, 27. Yeah. Because again, I think yeah. that we're going to see more LeBron, the facilitator. Okay. And I think that we're going to see LeBron getting mm-hmm. a, a lot of double teams. Mm-hmm. Of course. Passing yeah. out. Yeah. And I think he, he's shown us that Ingram's the guy that he, that he wants true. to go to. It's true. And I also think that we're going to get some, a lot, like I, we're going to talk about minutes later, but mm-hmm. I think we're going to get a lot of. I think we're going to start to see LeBron resting a little bit. Okay. Um, and I think Ingram is going to have to pick up some of that. Yeah. Slack. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going. I'm I like, going. Ingram. I like that. Man, that would be going Ingram. Yeah, I mean, if if Brandon Ingram was, especially if he was able to continue that into the playoffs, or if he, you know, just had a linear growth throughout the season and towards the end of the season, yeah, he was a 26 point per game kind of guy. Yeah. Ugh, the Lakers would be so deadly. That'd be ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. yeah How about? Crossed. How about assists? Who do you think is going to be our assist leader this this season? Um, I think it's going to be Lonzo. And the reason why is I think he's going to play more minutes than people realize. I'm actually, I kind mm-hmm. of want to revise my minutes for Lonzo because I really think he's going to be playing a lot. Um, and I think that he's going to, because he has such a good two-man game with Kuz, I think he's going to be getting deeper looks into like when the six-man comes in, maybe mm-hmm. even seven-man comes in. I think Lonzo will be out there for longer than LeBron and therefore get more in terms of just assist numbers. Okay. Okay. I think LeBron James is going to lead the team in assists this season. Very good, guys. You finally went with LBJ. Yeah. So I think you can see that I yeah. think you and I have mm-hmm. sort of sort of like yin and yang impressions yes. of kind of what we expect here. And totally. I, I think we're going to see LeBron, at least for the regular season, mm-hmm. take a little bit of a, of a facilitator role. Yes. To try to preserve himself and uh-huh. to try to, you know, let the guys continue to grow and, and see how this offense forms. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're going to see um, a lot of assists from the King. Um, how about uh, best defensive player on the team? <laughs> you say it first. 
Uh, I think Brandon Ingram is going to be our best defensive player. It's a very good, fair take. I'm going JaVale McGee. Nice. <laughs> nice. But you got to factor in own goals. That's true. True. I just think uh, I think in terms of numbers, maybe maybe Brandon will be better from intangible perspective. Um, obviously, he's the best at like rotating and help defense because of his long wingspan, and he actually gets in front of guys and stops line drives. But I think in terms of counting stats, um, I think Javale is going to have a pretty sizable number of like tips. Oh tip yes, balls, yes. Blocks, well, like I that. also my thing on Brandon is I think that I think we're going to see Brandon defending the best player on every team. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, again, again, I think to try to preserve LeBron, like we're not going to burden him with that too much. No. And I think unless that unless it's like a really small point guard, mm-hmm. I think we're going to see Ingram lined up on whoever that team's best best wing is. Yeah. Um, also, he's just going to play more minutes. He's going to I think he's going to play almost twice the minutes that JaVale is going to play. So it will have a bigger impact. Mm-hmm. Um, most improved. Man, you and I are just like off off on all the i mean it's good it's good it's i'm glad that we're not just like totally in agreement on all these i'm yeah i I, i'm gonna go brandon ingram as i i I know that that's kind of the safe safe kind of pick but i think brandon ingram could go for uh most improved player for the league like that's because i think he's got the visibility i think he's got the the chance the skills Uh, yeah all of the like smart nba people are talking about brandon ingram oh they are yeah, I didn't even know. Yeah, so I'm just Zach Lowe. Has, Zach Lowe has been trumpeting him. Oh yeah, since, oh, okay. since, since early in the su- no, since like early in the summer, he yeah. like has really gotten hot on him. I understand what you're saying. Um, I, I didn't know that, but have they been say, calling him out as most improved player? Like, like um, the title. Many people have been saying. I sound like Trump right now. <laughs> um, many people have said uh, that that like people need to watch out for him this year. Yeah, and that he's primed for a leap. Yeah. Especially, and and they said that before LeBron decided to come to LA, mm. and now they've kind of doubled down on it. Um, I've seen a lot of like Tatum versus Ingram takes, yeah, where people are kind of saying like, yeah, Tatum looks like more f- like a finished product, mm-hmm. but we have not seen the best from Ingram yet. No, and that and and so I've seen a lot of that kind of people, that kind of language. People still forget how young Ingram is. Yeah, two months older than uh, Alonzo. He's like twenty one, right? Yeah, just turned. Yeah. Um, I think our most improved player is going to be Josh Hart. Cool. But I will say that I don't think he's actually going to improve very much from last year. I just think we're going to see him more than last year. Oh, all right. All right. I, th- I like, I think he was really good last year and we just barely got to see that. Yeah. And so obviously he's going to improve as a player every year, mm-hmm. but I think that what people are going to view as improvement yeah. is really going to just be them actually seeing his game gotcha. on full for the first time. Gotcha. Yep. So I think that. Ingram will actually probably improve the most in like absolute fashion. Cool. Um, cool. Uh, you want to talk some lineups? Yeah, let's talk some lineups. All right. So I want to ask you this question and I'm asking it in a very particular way. Yes. I'm not asking you who are our starters going to be mm-hmm. on Thursday night, right? Or who are, who's going to, who are our starters? Because mm-hmm. I think that that is going to change and evolve over the course of the season. I think we know that Rondo is going to start on Thursday over Lonzo. Unfortunately. But I think that's because of conditioning. It's yeah. because of all of that. It's because of his recovery. So I'm going to, I want to ask you what five man rotation will have the most minutes played mm-hmm. together at mm-hmm. the end of the season? Because I think that that will be like sort of the true measure of, of like who were our actual consistent starters over the course of the whole season. Yes. 
Um, I'm going to go with a giant person lineup. Um, cool. So this isn't quite, it's weird because it's not small ball. It's definitely not small ball because you line these guys up and they all could play power forward. I'm going to go Zoe at the one, B.I. at the two, Kuz at the three, Braun at the four, JaVale at the five. Wow. Um, so I think yeah. notably there is no traditional shooting guard here. Yes. There's no KCP or Josh Hart. Right. And I'm, I'm saying that we can make up for that because B.I. could slide up a slot, guard the opposing shooting guard. Um, I think that we would have crazy cutting actions between B.I. and Kuz mm. on opposite okay. wings um, with Braun and Zoe facilitating and McGee rim running. I think that that's just such a dynamic offense that would still be able to get back and play a more traditional defense. Like I don't think that that, that would necessarily be our best switching lineup, but I'm kind of looking at this as like, okay, so if the other team has a center like an actual center yeah um, and I, I think most teams are going to try and throw out a proper center against us because they'll see that that's a a weakness and try yep. and go more inside and so i think we're gonna have to ride javel a lot and um in order to keep the floor spacing i think we need you know four proper shooters on the floor um not to say that uh kcp and Hart aren't but i just think that this would be the most dangerous biggest matchup nightmare for everybody just like how it was like when you played Lamar Odom and Pau Gasol at the same time it's like what do you do with that right um so right yeah that's that's my take what do you think okay um I so I think that we're gonna see a little more of a traditional starting lineup all right I I think that for whatever reason coaches tend to go with fairly traditional starting lineups boring um and so I think we're gonna see Kind of who I think we would all expect. I think it's going to be okay. Lonzo, KCP, Brandon Ingram, LeBron, and JaVale McGee. Okay. The other thing to know is that like the like our starters last year mm. played like a very small like our 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 five man lineup that played the most minutes together mm. actually played like a pretty small fraction of the entire of the entire minutes available. Mm. Okay. So it doesn't it doesn't take much to lead the team. Yes. It, it doesn't take much for a five-man lineup to be the okay. team. Okay, that makes Just sense. being on the floor mm-hmm. for the first, like, six to eight minutes of a game together yes. every night yes. is about enough mm-hmm. to, to do that, mm-hmm. even if those five players are almost never on the court together again Interesting. Yeah. throughout the course of a game. Yeah. Um, so I think that we're going to see it be kind of the traditional lineup, like mm-hmm. point guard, Zoe, mm-hmm. shooting guard, KCP. Small forward, Brandon Ingram, Brandon Ingram, power forward, LeBron James, center, JaVale McGee. Yeah. But here's the thing. I want to jump into who we think our sort of like crunch time lineup is going to be. Mm-hmm. So this is the like games on the line. Uh, you've got to put your best five players out there. Mm-hmm. And I think in that case, yeah. the team would go with a lineup of something like Lonzo, Josh Hart, mm-hmm. Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, LeBron. Yes. And that by that, I mean, basically they say, Young core plus LeBron, mm-hmm. we're going to play five out, roll the dice on our guys. Yeah. Like we're going to live and die by our young core Yeah, in those crunch time minutes because one, they need the experience and two, I actually think that's probably our best shot. Yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's a really, it depends on the style of defense that they want to play. I think that's the biggest thing because with that team, you're committing to switching everything. Yeah, I'm also le- thinking less about defense here. Okay, yeah, that's fair enough. I'm assuming that it's a situation where like we can uh like call a timeout mm-hmm. swap in JaVale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Exactly. Something like that. Exactly. Yeah. 
Um, but I would still be comfortable with his team if we couldn't do that. I so I I think that I think that I would stick with my original lineup, um, depending on how how our um, switching evolves. Um, just because of kind of what I saw, but at the same time, in order for us to be a good switching team, which it would be prerequisite in order to beat the Warriors, uh, we would obviously need to get reps at that. So that also might be part of a you know, positive in your favor of that lineup, because uh, you know they got to get reps in order to know how to switch. It's a very difficult thing to be on the same page as the rest of your teammates. Yeah. Um, something that I'd like to point out before we get into the minutes breakdown are kind of these little lines that I'm seeing for two-man games that I think that we're going to okay. see a lot of. I think that Zoe and Kuz have to be on the floor a decent amount together. Uh, mm. I think that Zoe and Hart are a more natural pairing than Zoe and KCP because KCP isn't as good at switching. So I think KCP and Rondo yeah. make sense as a backcourt, backcourt together. Yeah, that makes sense. Because um, KCP is like the better, just like pure defender. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think anytime LeBron is on the floor, Brandon Ingram has to be as well. Okay. So those are those are kind of like my across all lineups. Those are like if if I was setting up like prerequisite rules, some sort of like corollary thing that I just follow from. Those would be my. Do you have any others? Do you have any other that you're kind of like these two guys have to be playing together a decent amount of time in order for us to be successful? Um. I mean, I, I this one's maybe obvious, mm-hmm. and we talked about it earlier, but I think we're gonna see a lot of Alonzo and LeBron. Yeah, that's good. Mm-hmm. The reason is, uh, especially I think early in the season, mm-hmm. because we need to find out if that's actually a combination that's going to work. Mm, interesting. Before the trade deadline. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. It's um, a good. Like point. I, I, we're going to talk about trades later, and I, I don't necessarily think we're going to see one for the young core. Mm-hmm. But I think that if I think that if we play, if we see a lot of Lonzo Lebron minutes, yep. and they don't develop a good chemistry. Ooh, yeah, you're right then I don't think that Lonzo is long for this team. No, no. Um, but, and we have, the other reason we'll see a lot of those minutes is because they didn't get to play very much together. Yes. In the preseason I, or training I camp. I think they're going to work out so well together. I do too. I'm, yeah. s- I'm super bullish on it, but I think that they're going to have to Absolutely. prove that out. Absolutely. I think that's a good point. Um, so with that, um, let's talk minutes. So just real quick before we get into it, we obviously can't go over minutes for like every single one of these players because mm-hmm. it just takes too long. Yeah. So I want to try to limit the scope a little bit here. Cool. Would you agree with me mm-hmm. uh, that LeBron, Brandon Ingram, Kyle Kuzma, uh, Lonzo, Rondo, KCP, Hart, and JaVale yeah. are going to be the team's like main eight-man rotation? Yes. Yes, I do. Cool. So just for some reference, last year, um, remember, there are 240 available player minutes in a game. Um, Last year, our like kind of leading eight-man rotation based on minutes mm-hmm. played mm-hmm. Um, played about 230 minutes per game. So the eight players took up 230 of the available 240 minutes, mm-hmm. and then there were 10 minutes left to kind of for everybody else mm-hmm. to share. Um, so with that in mind, that's like when I when we go through these eight guys, like my total adds up to 230. I don't know if yours does. Um, no, but that's sort of like the cap that I put on mine. Yeah. Um, just to try to make sure that I w- wasn't assigning 280 <laughs> yeah. minutes worth yeah. of playing time Definitely. or something crazy like that. Um, so with that, uh, I'll go first cool. with LeBron. Um, I think we're going to see LeBron play about 32 minutes per game. Why don't you go through um, your whole lineup? 
Okay. Okay, cool. So I think we're going to see LeBron play about 32. Um, I think we're going to see Ingram play about 35. I think we're going to see Kuzma play in the high 20s, like 28. I think Lonzo's going to play about 32. Um, I think we're going to see Rondo play in like the low 20s. And uh, I think we're going to see Josh Hart and KCP split about 30 minutes each. And then I'm looking at like maybe 21, 20 minutes for JaVale. So just kind of giving some explanation here. For LeBron, LeBron has never played less than 35 minutes per game in his entire career. Wow, I didn't know that. What a stat. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Um, and he has led the league. He led the league in minutes played the last two seasons. Yes. Which is insane. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, he is as high as like in his peak, he played 42 and a half minutes per game. Crazy. Uh, when he, that was his third season in Cleveland. Um, so last year he played 37 the year before he played 37. I, I don't think it's reasonable to say that he's going to like all of a sudden reduce his playing time by 20% per game. Yeah, that's fair. I just think that's too big of a change. I do think we're going to see a reduction though, to keep him healthy. So that's why I'm saying like the 32 range. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to see uh, Ingram pick up some of that slack. Um, and I think that this would be like a lot of minutes for Ingram, but I, I think that he can do it. Last season, he averaged 33 and a half. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're only adding like a minute and a half to what he did last season. Um, so I think that that is like totally reasonable. Um, so for Kuzma, I'm predicting 28. And what's interesting about Kuz is that would actually be a reduction for him. I think I think from last no season. matter what's going to happen, I think he's going to have to have a reduction, yeah. unfortunately, this year. Yes. So he played 31.2 minutes per game last season. Mm-hmm. So I, I think this is going to be because I see I see him coming off the bench. Mm-hmm. Um, I see a lot of Ingram and LeBron time. Um, and I just yeah, I think I think Kuz is going to have to give up a couple minutes um, for Lonzo. Um, I, like I said, I see Lonzo playing, um, about 32 minutes per game. Uh, this is also a reduction. He played 34 minutes per game last season. I just think this is because we're going to want to see more heart and more Rondo. Mm. And so I think we're going to see a little, a couple minutes kind of taken off. I also just think like, we just don't want him to get hurt. Yeah. So I think we're going to let him get some rest. Um, Again, Rondo, I see him playing in like the low 20s. I said 22 to be specific. Um, but I think I want some I want some real time out of Rondo, mm-hmm. but I also don't want too too much time yeah. out of Rondo. Right. And he's been playing the last. So like with the Pelicans, he played 26 minutes per game on average with Chicago. He played 26 minutes per game. So like, yeah, um, at his peak, like with the Celtics, he was playing high 30s. Obviously, I don't think we're going to yeah. see that. Um, but I see him moving more into like that backup role. Mm-hmm. Um, KCP and Hart, like I said, I think they're going to split time pretty evenly. I think we're going to see some overlap, but I think they're going to split some time. And then I see JaVale playing in the low 20s. Like I said, 21 here, 22. Mm-hmm. Um, when we look at JaVale's kind of minutes over time, um, he like barely played the last two years, which I think is crazy. It's not because of their lineup, but he averaged nine and a half minutes per game with the Warriors. That's so low amazing and then the previous kind of like couple years he bounced around with toronto denver philly and dallas before getting to the warriors mm-hmm. he averaged about 10 minutes per game but prior to that when he was in denver they played him 15 and 18 um and 20 
and his highest um his highest PER season ever he was playing about 20 minutes a game yeah yeah I- so I think that because of the lack of backup centers we're going to need him mm-hmm. to play those minutes mm-hmm. and I think that he has been able to do it and he should be pretty fresh because he hasn't been playing a ton the last couple of years yeah that's true yeah yeah so that's those are those are my those are my top eight I'm gonna I'm gonna I'll just run through mine a bit fast because I, I I liked how in depth you were um so I did a lot of the same things I I just would be parroting um just to cool. just to roll down um I think that we're gonna actually have a, a pretty solid ten man rotation um okay uh, so I I split up my minutes so that uh the two forty available was split among ten people okay uh, LeBron I had at thirty. Brandon, I mirrored you at 35. Kuz, I'm going lower even. I'm going to 25. And mm-hmm. I don't like okay. this, but I think that it's going to be because of Lance and uh, Beasley eating into his numbers a little bit, which I'm not okay. a fan of, but I just gut feeling. Kind of what I see, yeah. I see in the preseason. I think that we're going to want Lance out there, and I think we'll respect Beasley as a vet and, I don't know, put, put Kuzma into a more difficult situation, which I don't like. Uh, yep. Lonzo, I think we're going to see ridiculous numbers i think we're gonna see like 35 minutes a game i think we're gonna see an increase because i understand the point of like not wanting to injure him but he is so young we're trying to see what he can do and i think we're gonna need him to play with kuzma deep into the first quarter and also at the end of games so um and for that reason i shaved a couple minutes off rondo down to like 20 minutes per game because i think that lonzo's gonna be point guard for both units a decent amount of time um and i think that he's going to um He's going to want to be out there um, with uh, like both LeBron and Kuzma. And uh, whenever Lance is playing, that's when Rondo has to be playing 100%, in my <laughs> opinion. Um, so just to continue on, KCP, I had a slightly lower, like 20 minutes a game, because um, I, I see Josh Hart in the starting lineup. So probably 25 to 30. Um, I'm going to say 25. JaVale, similar to you, 22 minutes a game is where I'm going. Uh, and then I think that Lance is going to have 15 minutes a game, unfortunately. Um, wow. And I think Beasley's going to get 10. So I, I think that we're going to be deeper than most people expect. And I think that by the end of the season, Svi will start to eat into those two guys' numbers. Yeah. Um, and I also think... And I hope so. I also think that Lance is going to be traded, which... I, is mostly based on how team friendly the contract is expiring yeah, deal for sure and um and he's fun so like i could see somebody taking being like yeah i'll trade for lance give you you know i don't know say that we needed a, a center and that's the only way to make the the um, contracts work or something like that yeah yeah for sure i mean i think uh i hope that svi and, and we we never talk about this guy mm-hmm. i hope that mo i know cut cuts into those like i would love to see svi and mo as the two guys who start to crack the like 10 man rotation Mm -hmm. i agree so let's we've started hinting at some trades here um we're starting to wrap things up here we just let's just do some roster predictions so just yes or no uh do you think that there will be a significant trade involving the young core which again we define as lonzo brandon ingram kyle kuzma and josh hart Mm -hmm. Uh, we're inclusive of Hart here mm-hmm. um, at this podcast. Do you think there will be a significant trade involving those guys this season? No. The only way would be if Toronto or uh, Pelicans were ready to unload Kawhi or AD, in which case I think we'd be comfortable sending two or three of those guys out, unfortunately. Okay. It's sad, but I would, I'd do it. Um, next year I think is more likely. Uh, so I'm going to say no, but it's contingent. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I think it's a no. I don't even think there's a contingency. The mm-hmm. only contingency I'll give mm-hmm. is if uh, Lonzo ends up to not be a good pair with LeBron. Yeah. Then I'll then I'll then I would see one. Okay. Um so even though we both don't think that there will be a trade this year for one of the young guys, mm-hmm. which member of the young core do you think is most likely to be traded this season? I think it's Hart um, because I think okay. that he's got such a universal appeal. Like everybody wants a Josh Hart on their team. Obviously he's not like the biggest star, but yeah. if if we were packaging, say that there was like a disgruntled star and then or like Kawhi, and say that he came out and he's like I'm not re-signing. The only team I want to be with is the Lakers. Yeah like heart and picks you know like yeah. with, with that amount of leverage Ooh, that would be that, that's that's not a lot for oh I, Kawhi, I know, but okay no i actually okay. i don't know if we'd be allowed to because I, I think that i think we'd have to cut somebody to get under the salary cap in order to pull something like that off yeah um, yeah we well we that's yeah we, we'd have to include probably like kcp or something yeah, to, yeah. to yeah um, i don't think that's gonna happen though so <laughs> so i think the coups is the most likely traded all right yeah and I say that because of a few of the things we've talked about, okay. which is that I, I think he's going to see a reduced role this year, yes. which I think is unfortunate. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to play him at center too much. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's going to hurt his output and hurt his rhythm. Mm-hmm. And so I don't want this to happen. I'm not saying I think this is going to happen, but I could see a scenario playing out mm-hmm. where Kuz becomes unhappy mm-hmm. with his role on the team. Yeah. Because he sees what he was last year, which was this rising star with huge potential that everyone wanted. That every team said they had a plan to draft mm-hmm. if they if he fell to them, mm-hmm. right? And I'm just a little nervous that his minutes are going to get cut, and that yeah. he's going to pl- be in this weird center role. And so we're going to see his production decline, his minutes decline, mm-hmm. and that he's going to start to be frustrated that the Lakers are affecting his sure. perceived potential. Yes. Um, I hope that doesn't happen. I'm not saying I think it's going to happen, but I just, I could, I could see that playing out mm. depending on how the minutes shake out. Mm. And so for that reason, I could see him being, uh, someone that could potentially get traded. Uh, but I don't think that's going to happen. That's just, yeah. Any, any thoughts on that? I think that's all fair, especially considering how team friendly Kuz's contract is. It's like one of the, for, for a guy that can, drop 22 points a game uh yeah it's probably one of the best contracts in the league yeah, most likely so that yeah that re- that definitely makes it likely that uh somebody would want that included um but yeah i think we're both on the on the line of i don't think it's gonna happen this year yeah 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 100 um okay how about which non-young core player do you think is most likely to be traded i'm going lance he's got 4.5 million i think it's one of those things to make the salary work expiring mm-hmm. deal um fun guy to watch you know like if we were trading yeah. with somebody like the kings it's like you know i, I think that he is a very likely person i picked someone different mm-hmm. but i i could have very easily picked lance mm-hmm. i'm going with contavious caldwell pope here do you think his contract is too high no because it's expiring okay yeah so it's a lot of money off the books it's a lot of money and it, and if you're like if you're a team that's trading a big money player on an expiring deal mm-hmm. like you do need to, to balance the the trade yeah so I think that it's actually pretty important that he has as big of a contract as he does to be able to make some of these deals work. Yeah. Plus, like, I could, I don't know. Like, I don't think that they would do this, but like, 
how about how about this? I don't I don't think this would happen, but what if like the Pelicans mm-hmm. get into a position where they don't have enough shooting and they need better perimeter defense, mm-hmm. right? And similarly, we start to see like um let's say like we start to see Miritich mm-hmm. having a reduced role because of Randall's presence. Okay. Right? Yeah. And let's say they have Jaleel Okafor. Let's say he like starts to actually produce a little bit. <laughs> right? I'm not saying this is likely, yeah. but I could see a scenario where they decide to like trade Miritich because they need better perimeter defense and shooting. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. And so we get Miritich, which would be a great addition, I think. Mm-hmm. And KCP is like the guy who makes that work. Yeah. I could get that. Um, this is just one example, well, but like yeah. that's a that's like I think that's the kind of scenario that I see playing out when I say that it's KCP. Yeah, I mean, well, any any uh, hypothetical that is contingent on Jaleel Okafor um, being productive <laughs> in the NBA. <laughs> okay, that's more about it's more about it's more about Julius. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I get that. It's more about Randall. So, what if they just traded Randall back to? Have you? I mean, hell yeah! I want him on this team. It kills me that he's not. I wish he would have taken a one year deal. Ah, that would have been so ideal. I know, but he, I mean, he's he is kind of the missing guy. Absolutely, absolutely. He'd be, he'd of, be actually, do you want to, what can I tell you something crazy? Yeah, guess how much Nikola Mirotic gets paid 18 million a year, 12 and a half. 12 and a half. Good work. Want to be specific? I'll, I'll be specific. I think the Lakers will trade there you KCP go. for Nikola Mirotic. Yes. No, I'm just. I'm kidding. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going all in on that. <laughs> I'm not going. So, do you that. see Kuz kind of in a similar narrative role as where Randall was, like early mid season last season, where he's kind of disgruntled, uh, you know, not not quite getting the same momentum and playing time as you'd like and. So here's what I think about Kuz. I think that Kuz is really a team first guy, at least right now. I I do believe that. And I think he really values this team and the faith that they have in him Mm -hmm. and the trust that they showed him last year. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't think that things will start off the same way that they did with Randall. Okay. I also think that winning heals all. Yes. Yeah. And that if this team is winning and if, if he feels that he is contributing to that, I mean, he's getting the chance to understudy like, underneath, like, arguably the greatest player in the history of basketball. Absolutely. Right? Like, that's not an experience that many young guys get. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that he will value that as well. I think he's shown that he has a, 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 a real love for, for the game and its greats, mm-hmm. and he values them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't think that the season will start off that way. I think that this would be something that could fester. And if we're seeing a situation where Lonzo and LeBron aren't actually working out as a duo, where our rebounding is becoming a really big problem and we're, we're not winning games, where our three-point shooting isn't hitting, mm-hmm. right? If we get kind of a perfect storm of all of those things culminating in us potentially missing the playoffs, mm-hmm. then I could see him being like, man, we're not winning. This isn't actually a very good situation. And they're kind of screwing with my game by playing me as a center. Right. That's, yeah. that's kind of the scenario where I see that yeah. type of. Well, fingers crossed. <laughs> fingers crossed. Yeah. That happens. Yeah. I hope that doesn't happen. I don't think it will. 
but hoping uh, hoping for lots of long rebounds. Yeah, I th- I mean I think we got a chance to get him. Um, how about this? Our first game yeah. is Thursday night mm-hmm. against the Trailblazers in Portland. Yeah, that's the hardest part about it. I really hope we're not wearing purple. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. I hate our purple Me jerseys. Too. Um, how do you think this game is going to go? I think we're going to win. I think it's going to be really close. Um, I what I'm picturing is the. Do you remember that? Uh, I think it was early in the season where we were playing the Trailblazers and Dame hit a three at the buzzer right in Ingram's face. I very clearly remember that. Um, what I'm picturing is that's a defensive stop. I think that there's going to be like a oh. huge defensive play, whether it's a chase down block, whether it's uh, Ingram like locking up somebody. I, I mean, it's hard to lock up Dame. That'd probably have to be a double team, but uh, <laughs> but like so, something like that, like a big tip, big block, big steal um, that gets us a fast break point. You know, hit a three on the other side, ice it with free throws, win by five. Specific. Wow. That's what I'm about today. Uh, yeah, man. I, you know, you know that I love the fact that you're being specific. Um, all right. So I'm really torn on this one. It's going to be a tough I'm, game. I, I really, really want to say that we're going to win. And I, pr- I probably think that we're going to. Here's what I'm thinking about the Trailblazers, though. They've spent the whole offseason listening to everybody in the league talk about how they're going to be trash this year, <laughs> despite the fact that they're bringing back their exact same team. <laughs> that's, that's a good point. Very good point. They're also playing at home. The Moda Center loves them. Yes. Their home crowd goes crazy for them, and they play really well there. So true. Dame especially, right? He is a killer there. Yeah. Um, I do think that the Lakers are going to be a better home team. They got a lot of young players, a lot of role players. Mm-hmm. We've seen those guys do better at at home crowds. Um, but, but when I look at the Trailblazers preseason record, um, I see that they scored a lot of points. I too believe that the Lakers can score a lot of points. <laughs> I also see that the only teams that they've beaten are the Suns and the Kings. <laughs> <laughs> I too believe that the Lakers would have beaten the Suns and the well, we did beat the Kings. Yeah. Um, so I actually think that the Lakers are gonna. I think they're gonna. I think they're gonna pull it out. I think they're gonna pull it out. I was really tempted to say we're gonna see a repeat of like a Dame buzzer beater uh, to win. Yeah. Um, but. I think we're going to see like the first of many classic LeBron games. <laughs> right. Yeah. I think we're going to get more Lonzo than we expect. Yes. I think that he's not going to start, but I think he's going to play as long as he's feeling good. I think he's going to play a lot. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to say like, I actually think we're going to pull away in the fourth quarter. Right on. I think it's going to be close. And then I think LeBron's just going to take it. Yeah. I could see that. It, and we're going to win by like 10 because it's he's he has to show that he can win in the Western Conference. And I think he's going to be hell bent on proving that. I, I, I think yeah. I think the people have have read too deep into like uh, LeBron's not talking as much. He's not holding press conferences. He really just wants to be here for Hollywood. No, he's talking on his own show. Oh, yeah, that's a cool show. The Barbershop. It one. is. And the, the thing I love about it is that it shows that like. It's not that he's not willing to be open with with people and with fans, mm-hmm. right? It's just that like I don't th- I don't think he likes the, um, like the the kind of media environment. Yeah, because I mean, 
while there are some really great journalists and reporters, there are also a lot of folks in those rooms who just like ask dumb questions. I mean, all, all they're trying to do is get him to say something. Yeah. They and they're just a... trying to get clickbait sound exactly. bites. That's exactly it. Clickbait. You know. Damning headlines. Yeah. And so I think what's cool about his show is that you get like, obviously it's edited, but you you get it all in context, mm-hmm. right? It's not mm-hmm. the soundbite. It's like you get the full hit. You get his full statement. It's also funny seeing him like Oladipo was on and talking about the, you know, getting traded and everything he's going with. And it's just, all the comments are like in LeBron's head, like, oh, so this is what my teammates go through. <laughs> like, Yeah. Did you notice like, did you notice Ben Simmons in the latest episode openly talking about that he can't shoot the ball? No, I haven't seen that. I haven't seen that clip. Oh, yeah. He, he's like, you know what? I just I got to be confident in my game. Understand that my jumper will come, and even though it's not here right now, like understand that it'll come. That doesn't sound confident. No, <laughs> it's, it's it sounded pretty shook. Like I thought, I was like, wow, this guy's kind of airing it out here that he's that he's he acknowledges that he cannot shoot the basketball. He's a professional basketball player that cannot shoot. Yeah, I mean, I, we've talked about this before, but there was that highlight mm-hmm. where he like kind of like bounced it off the backboard yeah. and then like kind of under he underhanded it to someone and everyone went crazy about how amazing the highlight was all we all you and i could think about was the fact that he had an open look from like six feet from the basket and he didn't take it no he's like oh god what do i do i can't shoot oh i know what to do pass, pass. assist to pass. self assist to other yeah it's great <laughs> he's still an amazing player which yes. is which is yeah. mind-blowing about his talent same thing with uh Giannis. like if he starts hitting that three like he's been doing in oh. the preseason, I oh mean, my. he it's 40 points per game. Like, just book uh, yeah. it. Book it. Like, especially in the East. Get, yeah. Done. Um, so, well, you know, it's going to be a fun season regardless. I'm really excited. I really hope the Warriors Very don't excited. repeat. Man, me neither. God, that would suck. But, me you neither. know, the season will be fun regardless. Yeah, I will. In this. I will. I'm I'm very excited the basketball is back on Thursday. Yes. Can't wait to finally see LeBron in full like regular season I know, action. I know. Oh, it's going to be nice. He he's some of these games he's kind of played like uh do you remember when Kobe um was kind of frustrated and he only passed? Yes, yes. LeBron's kind or, of the same answer. Or he would like make a bet with Gasol over like who could make more lefty shots. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So yeah, I'm ready, ready to see see these guys firing on all cylinders and see what that means. Um, and hopefully we don't like let's not settle for mid range. Try to keep that same pace that we've got going. Um, and also yeah. for for my argument for third seed, we're kind of shit talking to the Trailblazers. They were the third seed last year, uh, inexplicably. Just a few yeah. things fell in their favor, and I. Well, they, but it, they're, they, if they had lost one more game, they would have been the seventh seed. Yeah, I know. That's true. That's the thing yeah. is whenever Trailblazers people are like, oh, we were the third seed <laughs> last year. We deserve more respect. It's like, no. No. You got you, swept. Yeah. Well, also, and yeah, and you were the third seed by like a one or two game margin. Yes. I think that's why I feel if, if anything shakes out the same this year as last, having LeBron and any of those three through six teams, they're winning at least one more game than the other people <laughs> <laughs> bold predictions from coach luke here folks uh anything else you want to uh svengali jay gill 
no man i think we're good i think we've predicted this thing to death yep uh so thank you to all of our followers um uh please forget the things that we got wrong and remember the things we got right i know we will um and we'll be back on friday after the lakers uh take on the blazers on thursday night so uh for your friday and probably commute home let's be real i'm probably not gonna post that in the morning (laughs) Uh, you you can check out some game breakdown and uh, we we can talk about future storylines all that kind of good stuff um, so please subscribe to our pod on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Podcasts, many others. Check us out online, uh, social media at www.lukewaltontalkslakers.com. You'll find our links there. Ooh. Suck it, Mike D'Antoni. God, I hate him. I hate He's him. going down. I, I hope so. He's got he's got too many pieces to make him look good. Mm-mm. <laughs> We're gonna have to do like a we're gonna have to do like a like a pre rockets pod just to let you, I'm like get all your venom out. Such a hater. He took Kobe. <laughs> he took, oh God. Yeah, I, I really don't like that he's getting respect and stuff now. Uh, I'm seeing <laughs> respect, I, I, respect and stuff, uh, respect and stuff. People are even people are even saying you know when he was coaching the Knicks he was a pretty good coach there. It was just personnel. It's like come on. Ugh. All right. Anyway, that's enough. <laughs> That's enough, Luke. (laughs) All right. See you, buddy. (laughs) See you, man.